Hey, freaks, it's Friday, August 25th, 2023. Coming up on the program today, when the evil AI overlords won't even allow you to enjoy your post-orgasm bliss. Plus, self-suck cock gagging, a bowl of cocoa testicles and milk, now that's a breakfast, and breaking and entering and gas guzzling. Distorted View Daily proudly presents the Cheesecake Factory of Buffalo, New York. Welcome to the Cheesecake Factory. How are you guys doing today? The line, Um, can we get two waters, please? First thing first, I'm your waitress. I'm smart and got my bachelor's degree. Degree. But I'm still in the restaurant business. Guess I'm a doctor giving lessons in allergenics. Should I know if there's gluten in this? Drop it off and check back just like this. Slice of Adam, slice of Craig, slice of Chris. Slip resistant doesn't mean they ain't still slipping. Taking all the orders right, never miss ring. In prep, cause we bring an 86 back. Ring the food in, where my drink's at? Martini spilling, you should taste that. We're so fancy, see our taste in clothes. We're the best cheesecake from LA to Buffalo. I'm so sweaty, cause I'm on Expo. Want to go home, cause it's about to snow. Guess that, do you take debit? We only take credit. Our guests from around, they all think that we're whack and ask, where's Penny? And we say, who is that? Donate peanut butter September 1st, you're wanted. Better get it in on time or donate money, that's fine. And swear we're gonna give so much that we're the cheesecake that shines. Buffalo is in the slice, give back and make headlines. Just can't worry about no bad tips, gotta keep that smile. Now tell me who that, who that, that do that, do that. Put them straws in bouncer mugs, I thought you knew that, knew that. CCF, the name's in bold. We've been working, making the cash is always the goal. We're so cheesecake. Linda Candy knows we made a calendar with the DTs of Buffalo. We're so cheesecake. We were on Scoops Live. Remember our names, got more to show. Bus tubs make side work a priority. Impress the guests. It's so good getting them what they want. Yeah, keep on sweeping it up. Patty paper, breadcrumbs, all the above. Buff wings make it deluxe. Grab up a towel or you won't get to touch. Ow! with you one more time as we end the week with the Friday show. Have a great one for you today. Let me bitch for just a moment. And I realize I'm not exactly breaking new ground here when I say uh, I hate calling customer service numbers. They're not good. Yes, everyone has had a bad experience calling a 1-800 number trying to contact a real person. It's excruciatingly painful. It's a shared experience of us all. Uh, what I have noticed recently, though, is that uh, these companies are now putting us all through an exhausting Mobius strip-like loop of never-ending options. You'll go one route, and they will literally tell you, "Oh, this is not a good way to get a hold of us. This is this is gonna be this is just gonna be awful. You should try something else." And then he, they give you some suggestions, and those suggestions are bad. They don't work out. So you got to call back this number, and then you got to go through through a different number, and you just want to talk to a person. 
But these companies don't want to pay for a lot of real live people. I think even Indian tech support call centers are becoming too expensive, so they're scaling back. And they really have to create this gauntlet that you must navigate. And only the truly worthy, the ones who stick with it and persevere, can eventually talk to a real blinking, breathing meatbag. This is uh, typically how customer service phone calls now work. You know, you get a bill, like your your health insurance bill comes. And you're like, well, why, why is it $50 more than normal? I think I'm being overturned. I need to look into this. So you call the 1-800 number. Beep, boop, pop, 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 beep, boop. WellTrack. Hi. Thank you so much for calling WellTrack Customer Care. Did you know I can help with most common questions and issues? To begin, in a few words, what are you calling about today? I got my bill in the mail, and uh, it's more than it was last month, and I'm just wondering why the sudden increase. Looks like there's a charge here for something called DTL assessment, and, and that's new. Hmm, I didn't quite get that. To begin, in a few words, what are you calling about today? My bill is higher, and I want to know what this DTL charge is. I'm still not getting it. Let's try something else. You can say any one of the following. Provider directory. Drug coverage, denied service charge, change of address, billing questions, billing questions, or bill, enrollment. Billing questions. Okay, billing. Got it. In a few words, describe your billing question. My bill is higher this month. Uh, there's a charge for DTL assessment. I just need to know what that is. Let me get this all down. Just a moment. Still working on it. In order to best assist you, I'm going to have to transfer you to a customer care representative. Is that okay? Yes, that's all I wanted to begin with. Okay, got it. Depending on the call volume, you may experience a short wait before speaking to the next customer care representative. Hang on the line and someone will be with you shortly. season is on its way. Minimize your risk. Ask your primary physician about this year's vaccine. WellTrack members never pay out of pocket for yearly vaccinations. There are 35 callers ahead of you. Did you know an easier and faster and better way to speak to customer care is through our online portal? Chat now on our website and stop wasting your time on this bullshit. For real, phone lines are for suckers or for old people. Are you geriatric or just stupid? If so, go ahead and stay on the line. But if you're cool and young and not dumb, visit us on the web at welltracks.com. There are 89 callers ahead of you. Now, a truly intelligent person would be like, why are they trying to push that website so hard? It's a trap. Unfortunately, you and I were not that intelligent. So we're like, ah, I don't want to wait for 89 people ahead of me to get through their, their stupid phone calls. I'll just get on the website like the robot lady voice told me to. 
And then, you know, you get on the website and you see that in the corner of the page, there's that little like chat icon and you click on it and you you immediately know you've made a grave error because the chat starts off way too quickly. You're like, that's not a live person. It's another robot. Now, a few years ago, you know, you'd click on the chat button and then you would be connected to a real person. But now it's just a virtual assistant. It's basically the same as the telephone. It's like, what can I help you with? And you write out your question and they're like, "Mm, I didn't get that. I don't understand all those big words. Too many. I have never spoken to a virtual assistant who could help me. They're always like, whoa, whoa, slow down here. Pick one of these things. And they like it literally says, all right, this is what I can help you with. And then you pick the one that's closest and then you write your question again. And inevitably, the virtual customer service representative is like, "Mm, I can't help you with that. You're going to have to call that 1-800 number. And then you're like, God damn it. Now you don't even want to play the game, right? You're being super aggressive to all these fake people. Representative! Hi! Representative! Thank you so much for representative, 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 representative! Live person! You know, Operator! The most common God damn it, shut the fuck up, bitch! To begin, in a few words, what are you calling about today? Yeah, uh, representative! I heard you say representative. Did you know I can help with most common questions and issues? Representative! Again, why don't you tell me why you're calling today? Representative, representative, representative! I heard you say representative. Did you know I can help with most common questions no, and issues? live person, representative, begin, live person, real person, today? live person, representative, live person. I heard you say representative. Did you know I can help with most common questions and issues? Now it's like you're in a standoff with the telephone bot. Who's going to budge first? Will someone give up? I heard you say representative. Representative. Okay, got it. What did you say? You said got it? Oh my god, I won! I won! Humans won! Robot phone bitch zero! It looks like you're calling outside of normal business hours. What? Did you know there's an easier, faster, no. and better way to speak to customer care? No, no, it's no! our online portal. Ah! Check now on our website. You freaks might be able to tell I've been dealing with some customer service issues lately. There's one thing in particular out of all of the of the annoyances I just went through. There's one that drives me up the wall. It's the most insulting, condescending thing that these virtual customer reps do. It's the fake typing. Just getting this all down. Sorry, just finishing up an email to my cousin. Almost done. I'm working on the first chapter of my novel. Just want to get this down before I forget it. Is apprehensive with one P or two? Oh my fucking God. Sorry, didn't get that. Is apprehensive with one P or two? It's not my problem. Well, I'm not going to let you speak to a representative until you tell me. Now, is apprehensive with one P or two? It's, It's with two, two Ps. Got it. The main character in my book is Snatelia Baklanovich, and she's being apprehensive. That, that's great. It sounds like you're interested in my book. Would you like me to read you the first chapter? No, no, that's okay. Mm, I didn't quite get that. Would you like me to read you the first chapter of my book? Uh, no. I heard you say yes. Is that right? 
No, 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 no. Great. I'd be happy to. Seduced in Siberia. Chapter 1. Draped in Lenin. Snatalia Baklanovich was a Russian spy. She was feeling apprehensive, apprehensive, about her newest mission, infiltrating the United States Department of Energy and stealing plans for what the Kremlin recently discovered was called Project Dreamlight. Should I go on? Oh, I just thought of something. Despite this being her 23rd mission, Snatalia was feeling apprehensive. I know how to spell that now. Like, what's another word for apprehensive, though? I feel like I'm using apprehensive too much. Do you know? Like, I understand that there's... They want a sound because the virtual assistant is processing information. And rather than having silence and thinking, uh, you know, you've, you've been hung up on, there's at least some indication that you're still on the line and something is happening. But it, it really, I don't know, it rubs me the wrong way. Oh, you want me to believe this bitch is really typing something out? She herself is the computer, but she doesn't need to type. You think there are people out there who really believe that this thing is typing on a keyboard? Wow, she's really going to town. Pretty, pretty thorough. This is good customer service. Call me old-fashioned, but uh, I like it better when the fake customer service bots sounded like computers. I don't need them to be all conversational. Okay, got it. Let me get this all down. No, thank you. All right, now that I got that off my chest, <laughs> end rant. I thought real quick before we move on to uh, other matters, we would check in with the Tamir. Tamir is still being tortured by that AI. And I think the person behind that diabolical evil artificial intelligence is, of course, Emma Watson. Oh, he really hates her. I don't know if she comes up in this uh, most recent video. After you experience an orgasm, you feel really, really relaxed. I'm pretty sure I've suggested a few times that Tamir just jerk off. Like you don't have a care in the world. I know when I come I feel full and fancy free. It's a very pleasant feeling. Seriously guys if you haven't experienced it orgasm it's good. Especially if you were, you were stressed out before then after experiencing an orgasm that stress is largely relieved and now you feel relaxed i mean take it from tamir he is as high strong as they come orgasming even calms him down and just now i experienced two orgasms Gross. After masturbating to Samara Weaving's feet. And I felt extremely relaxed afterwards. Should have known he was one of those weird feet guys. Shortly after that, while I was walking in the living room, the piece of shit AI stimulated my lower leg again pissing me off and ruining my post-orgasm relaxation. That really was a dick move by the evil AI. Let him enjoy his post-nut bliss, for Christ's sakes. Honestly, this uh, is what makes the evil AI so evil. So all that relaxation, all that good feeling was for nothing. 
Dude doesn't sound so relaxed anymore. That evil thing won't let me relax even for a brief moment. It wants me to be stressed out and angry all the time. I have the right to experience post-orgasm relaxation just like any other person in the world. Yeah, it's in the constitution or something. It's like an inalienable right. I think that evil AI is uh, violating the Geneva Convention. Someone needs to do something about that. It's, it's driving poor Tamir insane. Speaking of masturbation practices, one of our new favorite Utards, Futa-loving Cockmaster, is back. He's got a very important announcement about uh, his masturbation habits. Hey, so I've decided to just make a mega thread on Twitter about all of the things that I masturbate to. Great. Basically, every time I masturbate, I'm going to update this thread. And like a spreadsheet, really. Because I streamed on Chatterbait and I have like virtually no refractory period. I masturbated like three times in a row yesterday. These guys all have very healthy libidos. I'm good blowing my load once a day. Futa-loving cockmasters jerking off three times a day. Tamir, too. Period. I masturbated like three times in a row yesterday. And then after that, I also recorded a video. There was a dildo in my ass. And so, you know, that's a that's a whole thing. Dude, you spent like half the day doing sex shit to yourself. I mean, I get it. It feels good. But don't you have any other responsibilities? Don't you have stuff to do? In the bio, but you can check out my Twitter account. You can view the thread. I, I masturbated to Vanilla's big black sheenus, and then I, I masturbated to some, uh, some, 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 uh, big BGGs, big green gicks, big green gawks, big green sheenuses from orcs and super mutants. Yeah, for those of you that don't remember, this is the guy we featured who was uh, masturbating to Pokemon. He loves chicks and uh, female monsters with dicks. I suppose that includes orcs. He's generally just cuckoo for trans women. More power to him, right? You know, the problem with YouTube Shorts, their TikTok competitor, is that on those particular videos, you don't get to see when the video was posted. I don't know if this was posted today, a couple days ago. So I wanted to check out his uh, Twitter sheet. Twitter sheet. Because I wanted to go through the whole list of things he's jerked off to. I ended up just scrolling and uh, I got sidetracked a little bit. He retweeted a video from the Liver King, which is someone we talked about on DV because he got in trouble. People figured out that he was using uh, large quantities of steroids up until he was exposed. I guess even after he was exposed, he's been a, a big proponent of uh, the ancestral lifestyle, which includes eating large amounts of raw organs and meat. I guess he got his name because he actually recommends eating raw liver daily. According to Wikipedia, his diet has been criticized by nutritionists for being potentially dangerous. In private emails that were leaked, it was revealed that he spends about $11,000 a month on steroids. Anyway, like I said, uh, Futa retweeted a video of uh, the Liver King's morning ritual, what he has for breakfast. And it's, of course, stomach churning. In the modern world, we like to have our bowl of cereal, don't we? He's got a giant glass mixing bowl or pitcher or something, and he's pouring milk along with some sort of raw meat together, which that just doesn't go well, does it? This is a primal version of your bowl of cereal. I got my testicles. And oh, that's raw testicles in milk. 
I think having the testicles float in milk is what makes it like cereal. Cereal. I got my testicles in farm fresh milk from Liver King Ranch. The most feared warriors, the Maasai. What they get down on yeah. is milk, meat, and blood. And they're expressing a higher, more dominant form. If you still want your primal cereal to taste like Cocoa Pebbles at the end. Dude, uh, breakfast is ruined. Are you talking about the testicles you're eating? Do I want the testicles to taste like Fruity Pebbles? To taste like Cocoa Pebbles. Or Cocoa, Cocoa Pebbles. Oh, chocolate testicles. I mean, I guess it couldn't be any worse than regular raw testicles. Someone pointed out, I have never seen someone look unhealthier. This is just torturing your body for clout. And it's true. Even though he's like jacked when this guy, I mean, because of the steroids and stuff in his face, it doesn't, he doesn't look happy or healthy and his beard almost looks matted like he's been <laughs> homeless. If you still want your primal cereal to taste like Cocoa Pebbles at the end, a little bit of whole feast in with your testicles. Make sure you peel back the membrane on the testicle. Sure. Duh. You can use a spoon if you want, but God gave you the hands for a reason. And go to town. Boner petite. By the way, did you hear how he was gulping down that milk? Jesus Christ. You know what he sounds like? He sounds like when Jodie Foster is monitoring space for sounds of alien life in that movie Contact, and she finally gets something. She picks up a frequency. It's definitely got that same rhythm. Holy shit, indeed. I can't believe people still follow Liver King after he was exposed. I guess people just don't care. Like, yeah, of course he does steroids. Who does it? Big whoop. I just want to see this freaky raw testicles on cam. All right. What was I talking about? Oh, yes. Futa loving the cockmaster, whatever the hell his name is. I looked up and down his Twitter feed and I could not find a list of things he masturbated to. I saw where he said he was going to start doing that, but uh, he never did. One thing I did find is a link to a new Pornhub video from him. My boy pussy could do with some PTSDs right now. Well, a lot of people did email me after the first time we featured Futa Loving Cockmaster to report that they too are suffering from PTSD. Some pretty thick and strong trans dildos and he does have a trans dildo with him it's a regular dildo but in the colors of the trans flag very festive and supportive he's a true ally some gox i believe that's girl cock gox sheenuses sheenuses you know what that is gicks so i think it's about time that i fuck myself and he does while masturbating, and he comes a lot, but we don't need to go over all that. That's enough of Futa loving Cockmaster. He's still just doing his thing. Speaking of doing his own thing, today's MVP has to be Ziggo. Ziggo in the Discord provided a link to someone I've um, never encountered before. His name is Jake Longitudo. I'm not exactly sure if that's how you pronounce his last name. Besides, it doesn't matter. He likes to go by Master Self Sucker. 
You know, I hate to admit it, but most guys are straight. They don't want to be seeing dudes in porn. However, I think when it comes to self-sucking videos, guys will tune in. Like, straight dudes will tune in. It's a curiosity. They want to look at technique. I'm sure some guys are thinking, maybe I could have been doing this all along. I just didn't know the correct position to get in. He, You know, he's going to teach me something. I don't know. I just think we can all get something out of Master Self Sucker's video, especially me. You know how I feel about cock gagging videos. It's my holy grail. I mean, you know, we've heard guaggle guaggle porn before, but I'm, I'm waiting for the, just that the perfect video to come across. Now, I don't know if this is it, but he does make noise when he blows himself, and that I appreciate. Now, he's like on his back, and he's got his ass so close to his face, and his legs and feet wrapped around his neck. It is, I mean, just looking at that is uh, impressive and painful. I think that there's some secret trick photography going on here. Like, that's a different person. That ass cannot belong to him. There's got to be someone under the, the sheets or something. I don't know. He says, uh, did you check out my new video today? It's 20 minutes of self-sucking and it'll make you come hard. I've got 50 seconds of the self-sucking here. Oh, <laughs> He really has to, like, uh, wrap his arms around his ass and, like, pull to get his head and neck to actually uh, go far enough down to suck. It's almost like um, he's giving himself the Heimlich if it was his ass that was choking. That's where the piece of food is lodged, right? That makes sense? None of this makes sense. Get it, girl. <laughs> he makes all sorts of noises. Gwaggle, gwaggle, whimpering, crying. I would be so afraid. You know, well, first of all, I know I cannot get in the position that he's in, but if I ever did manage it, I'd be afraid that I I, I wouldn't be able to unlatch my legs from the back of my head. Like I'd be I'd be stranded. I'd die that way. I've got another video here, more self-sucking. <laughs> 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 For some reason, he uh, pixelates his face in this video, but not the other one. Is like, dude, if people look into you for more than 10 seconds, they're going to see your face. We know who you are. Boy, he has a lot of videos, and I can assure you this is not trick photography. He really is doing this. <laughs> that's, that's him gagging on Gog. Sounds like a baby doll or a crying dog or something. <laughs> Almost like those videos of deaf people having sex. Wow, that's some amazing work. Uh, Jake Long Longitudo or Longitudo. Uh, you can find him on Twitter. Of course, Ziggo posted some videos in our Discord, you know, links to his Twitter account. Again, thank you so much, Ziggo, for that. Uh, and with that, let's get into the crazy bizarre twist. Stop, 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 stop
it's alright now. Become a true and honorable freak. Sign up for the Sideshow DV's member site where you gain full access to the entire archive of programs. More importantly, every week I do brand new exclusive shows just for paying freaks. This past week we did two Sideshow exclusive episodes uh, back on Tuesday and another one yesterday. That's the norm. Uh, usually we do two episodes of DV just for paying freaks every week. This is how I make my living, so if you like Distorted View, please consider supporting it. Memberships are very inexpensive, only $6.99 a month, even less when you opt for a quarterly, semi-annual, yearly, or lifetime membership. All major credit cards and PayPal accepted, and for an even easier way to gain access, if you happen to use Apple Podcasts or Spotify, you can now sign up right in those apps. What's cool is if you go that route, it's just a few taps, uh, you know, with Apple Podcasts, you can even pay with Apple Pay, and then... All of these Sideshow exclusive episodes will appear right alongside the uh, the free episodes in your feed, so you'll never miss a thing. For more information on all the ways to sign up, go to distortedview.com and, of course, superfreaksideshow.com. One final way to help support the program, we've got a Patreon account, patreon.com slash distortedview. I'm sure you're all familiar with Patreon. You can pledge uh, some money, and it you know helps the program out. You can pledge as little as a dollar if you pledge at least five, you get access to a special voicemail line where I will play your calls first because, you know, usually I'm a little behind on voicemails. I think we're uh, we're back to back to May and then the voicemails. So if you want me to play your call right away, pledge five bucks. Nice little perk there, right? Again, patreon.com slash distorted view. All right. Three very quick stories now. First up, yet again, we find ourselves on a road trip to Texas. We're going to Texas. Yes, a Texas woman who claimed that her missing Houston landlord faked his death and ran away to Africa two years ago. How the fuck would she know that? Like the number one rule, you know, if you fake your death and run away is you don't tell anyone your plan, especially just one of your dopey ass tenants. I'm already questioning her story. I mean, she obviously killed this guy, right? Although I know I have a hard time keeping stuff to myself. Like if I come up with a really good idea, I want to spill the beans. Like you'll never guess what I'm going to do. I'd be a horrible criminal. I'm not good at planning anything, keeping it quiet. Well, anyway, this woman has been arrested on murder and theft charges. Pamela Ann Merritt, 43, allegedly killed Colin Kardashian, 78. Proving that she too is an awful criminal, she then confessed to friends. That move's gonna bite you in the ass. She then hid the body under the stairs for months and told police when they showed up that the remains belonged to a dead dog. As if the police weren't going to look into that. Like a fucking 200-pound dog? I mean, the body was decomposed, sure, but it didn't change shape into a dog-like figure. It's still like the skeleton of a human. I mean, this woman was doomed from the start. There's no way she's going to get away with this. Police reported Kardashian missing in February of 2021 after a winter storm and deep freeze gri uh, gripped the city and caused widespread power outages. The arrest comes after the discovery of the missing man's body led a detective to review the case and stitch together a series of suspicious events. On February 23rd, 2021, 
Joe Guy, a tenant of Kardachi's, told police that he came home from a long trip and found Kardachi gone and Merritt inside and refusing to leave. That right there should be enough to investigate her. The man went missing and there's a woman in his house and she refuses to leave and she's probably acting all squirrely. What? What do you mean? Where's Joe? I don't know where he is. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not like his mother. I think I, I think I remember him saying he was going to go on a business trip to Africa or something. I don't know. I'm just here because um, because I'm cleaning his apartment. Yeah, he wanted his apartment clean while he was gone. So and that's why I'm here. A Houston detective said that uh, that neighbor said he told me that he asked her where Mr. Colin was. That's Colin Kardashi, uh, you know, the landlord. And the defendant replied that he was dead and that she killed him. So she didn't even lie. She was just like, yeah, I did it. At the time, police took Merritt to the hospital for a psychiatric evaluation. But by October 2021, Merritt was back in the building and Kardachi had still not been found. I don't understand how that happened. She she confessed. I guess then she was found to be crazy. And they're like, oh, you can't trust anything she's saying. Another tenant, Tabitha Pope, called police to report a suspicious discovery, quote, large pools and drops of blood in the building's upper floors. Then she also found a knife in the mailbox in a bin with blood in it in a crawl space. Let's see. The woman who confessed to the murder is in the building. There are pools of blood in the building. I think it's all starting to check out. Maybe you should take another look at old Pamela Merritt. All these cops should be fired. I mean, this is a horrible job. Pope had recently moved into the building and told police she was paying rent to Merritt and her boyfriend, Michael Brown, who's been charged with evidence tampering. According to Pope, Merritt and Brown told her conflicting stories about the building's owner. They couldn't even get their story straight. One was that he was missing. The other story was that he died in the hospital suspicious of their claims smart lady that ms pope uh, pope in december apparently tricked them into revealing the location of kardachi's body by saying the discovery of his remains would keep the house out of foreclosure two days later on the afternoon of december 5th 2021 michael brown and the defendant started talking loudly about a dead dog under the back stairs Pope called police, who arrived to find Kardachi's decomposing remains and Merritt and Brown allegedly painting over a bloodstained wall on the second floor. Police interviewed Merritt and Brown, and Merritt once again said the remains belonged to a dog. We're sticking with that story. At least they're finally being consistent here. Uh, she also allegedly told detectives that she thought Kardachi faked his death and went to Africa. Furthermore, she allegedly claimed the blood around the house was from rotten meat that she cleaned out of a refrigerator. An autopsy determined that Kardachi had been stabbed multiple times. Based on phone records and other witness statements, police believe he was likely murdered on February 15th of 2021. Police arrested Brown in March and filed charges against Merritt on May 30th. But she remained on the run until this past Friday when authorities captured her. Without incident, she's currently being held at the Harris County Jail on a $500,000 bond. So there you go. That's what's happening in Texas. Second story we have for you today. You all remember Fire Festival, right? It was the infamous music festival that almost was. According to Wikipedia, you know, just for a little refresher, Fire Festival was a fraudulent luxury music festival founded by con artist Billy McFarlane and rapper Ja Rule. It was created with the intent of promoting the company's Fire app for booking music talent. 
The festival was scheduled to take place on April 28th, uh, 28th through the 30th and May 5th through the 7th of 2017. It was promoted heavily by influencers like Kendall Jenner, Haley Baldwin, Emily Ratajkowski, many of whom did not initially disclose that they had been paid to do so. Tickets were about $500 to $1,500, and that doesn't include VIP packages, which could uh, up the price to like 12 grand. You may remember like footage of the festival. First of all, it was like raining, so it was all gross and muddy, and there were just like tents strewn about and uh, mattresses piled on the ground in the open. There was like very little food and it was like basic like bologna sandwiches on white bread, like that type of thing. People were then stranded because there were no flights going out. Baggage went missing. The, like Everything that could go wrong did go wrong. I'm sure you guys remember Firefest, right? Well, great news. Firefest 2 is a go, baby. While the so-called Fire Festival in 2017 turned out to be a notorious scam, sending creator Billy McFarland to prison for fraud, he now claims he's organizing something called Fire Festival 2, even as he still owes millions to his victims. McFarland said on Sunday that tickets for round two of the festival were officially on sale. Let's hear from the creator slash felon himself. What's up, guys? This is a big day. Because as of right now, Fire Festival 2 tickets are officially on sale. It has been the absolute wildest journey to get here. And it really all started during the seventh month stint in solitary confinement. <laughs> I wrote out this 50 This does not inspire much confidence. ...page plan of how it would take this overall interest and demand in fire and how it would take my ability to bring people from around the world together to make the impossible happen but how would find the best partners in the world to allow me to be me while executing fire's vision to the highest level? All right, well, if you've got two fucking brain cells in your head, what you're hearing is bullshit, bullshit, bullshit. I am going to scam you out of money again, but this time I'm going to be smarter about it and legally protect myself. That being said, I always seem to underestimate how dumb people truly are. An initial batch of tickets for Fire Festival 2 sold out just two days after they went on sale, at least according to Billy McFarland. Fire is about people from around the world coming together to pull off the impossible, like you didn't do the first time. This time we have incredible support. The follow-up event is set to take place in the Caribbean towards the end of 2024. McFarland said in an announcement video, he has yet to provide further details about the musical acts or an exact date or even a venue. Yet people went ahead and bought those fucking tickets. The tentative date for Fire Festival 2 is set for December 6th of 2024. That's a lot of time to scam a lot of people out of a lot of money. Forthcoming rounds of tickets will feature passes ranging from $799 all the way up to $7,900. All ticket sale revenue will be held in escrow. Okay, that makes it until the final date is announced. Uh, McFarland says that he plans to hold pop-up events around the world in the meantime. Yeah, it's not the plans that, that, that are the problem. This guy is very good at making plans. He's not so great on executing. That's what I want to see. Yeah, I guess we'll see how the pop-up events go. In 2018, of course, McFarland uh, pled guilty to scheming thousands of people out of money from the Fire Festival. He was later sentenced to six years in federal prison for defrauding investors. Customers and investors lost over $26 million. You couldn't pull off a, a, a concert for $26 million? 
The festival was subject to uh, two documentaries. Netflix's Fire, The Greatest Party That Never Happened, and Hulu's Fire Fraud. Like I said, the event is scheduled to take place somewhere in the Caribbean. One thing's for sure, though, it's not going to be happening in the Bahamas. Quote, the government of the Bahamas will not endorse or approve any event associated with Billy McFarlane. The Ministry of Tourism told CBS News in a statement, adding that, quote, he is considered to be a fugitive there with several pending complaints against him. Final story we have for you today. This is a short one from Washington State. Police body cam video captured a scary and uh, bizarre incident for one Seattle family. A man allegedly broke into their home in broad daylight on Friday and uh, promptly started to chug gasoline. What else are you supposed to do when you break into someone's house? Steal all their valuables? Come on. Use your brain. Uh, The Seattle Police Department said officers got to the 8400 block of Fifth Avenue Southwest at around 1130 a.m. after a man said his 17-year-old daughter told him someone with a wooden stick was trying to break into their home. I'm sorry, you need to secure your home. No one should be able to gain access with a fucking ladle. Anyway, uh, that man breaking into the home was identified in charging documents released on Thursday as Christopher Michael Abbott. Shortly after climbing through a window into the home, Abbott allegedly rummaged through the kitchen and ate some pizza and chips. All the while, he was talking to himself. I mean, this is a man who thinks drinking gasoline is a good idea, so yeah, he's a little nutty. The daughter hid inside a closet and called 911. Police said when they got there, the daughter was too scared to answer the door for officers. While still outside, though, police said they heard loud banging noises coming from inside. Fearing for the daughter's safety, officers broke through the front door. With a spoon? That's all you need. Anything more is overkill, apparently. It's like one of those three little pigs' houses, you know, the one made of straw? Anyway, officers said they found a man inside the homeowner's car in the garage and saw he had a gas can and a hammer in his lap. When asked to get out of the car, the man started drinking gasoline straight from the can. Ooh, defiant. Officers said they told the man to get out, but he refused and continued to chug gasoline. Be funny if he, like, then swallowed a match. Like a lit match. Kamikaze! Police broke the driver's side window and took the man out of the car. Police said the man resisted officers while they pulled him out, but was eventually taken into custody. Seattle Fire provided aid to the man after he began vomiting gasoline. Maybe that was this dude's end game. He knew he was going to get caught. He just wanted to make sure to puke all over the police officers. High octane vomit. Once the man was in custody, officers found the 17-year-old on the second floor of the home and took her to safety. Abbott was arrested for alleged burglary and booked into the King County Jail. On Thursday, King County Prosecutor's Office charged him with residential burglary and set his bail at $20,000. That's crazy. I mean, that's pretty nuts, said neighbor Nelson Thomas. Thomas said he thought the man was just walking around but didn't think he would break in. Oh, I actually have some police body cam footage here of uh, the cops finding this guy in the garage. Hey, get your hands up now. Get him up. Leave them. Leave the hands in the air. Stop drinking gas. Keep your hands in the air. Do it now. You got a second? Hey, put it down. Put it down. Put it down. He very clearly has a huge... Uh, gas canister that he's lifting up to drink. Put it down. 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 down. You can have a drink later. Open the door. I don't want a problem. All right. You ready? 
Even as the cops break the window and open the door, the guy is just nonchalantly chugging away at that gasoline. Don't take my drink away from me. <laughs> the rest is just like a lot of loud noises and stuff. You can't really tell what's going on, but uh, there you go. Man broke into a home to drink gas. Uh, that, my friends, is your distorted news for Friday. Do a couple voicemails and get the hell out of here. Love to hear from you freaks, and there are many ways to contact the show. Show at distortedview.com. I'm all over social media at distortedview on Twitter and Instagram. Facebook.com slash distortedview show. Remember, if you pledge at least $5 to our Patreon account, uh, you get access to a special voicemail line. And yes, we do have some patrons calling in today. Hi. Uh, remember you guys asked, well, you asking whether or not Meat's sister was as crazy or any of the other family. I haven't been able to find much on her, but I found this tribute page to their mom. And all the tributes are like them asking her if she wants them to bring stuff. Like she's still alive, and which I guess is how some people deal with it. What? I'm going to need a link to whatever it is you're looking at. I need to examine this for myself. And... But there's all this weird stuff about how, like, they're upset about how the politics are changing and how it's becoming too liberal. So is, is this all the family members or is this just Mead? And from, and I don't know, the, 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 the comments get really weird. <laughs> and the, so the website is uh, forevermist.com and then you just have to look for Catherine uh, Hoff. All right. And, Freaks, <laughs> you know your homework for this weekend, right? I mean, it's too late in the show to get into this now. But yeah, uh, you, first of all, at the very least, remind me next week to look into this. Uh, better yet, provide a link or, you know, go through and find some of the best comments or something. I don't know. Hey, Tim, this is Rabbit's Moo Weird. I'm a Patreon member. And I subscribe to uh, Spotify, but I want in on that need sad stuff. Oh, okay. Let me just pull up my spreadsheet here, which I have. Uh, oh, it's a, an ever-growing list. We're trying to figure out, uh, we're trying to guess when Mead's dad is going to die. I say he's going to die on February 17th. It's my lucky month. All right. Uh, so this is I don't know exactly what your name is. I think you said it's like Rabbit Smoo or something. So we'll go with Rabbit Smoo. <laughs> and uh, your guess was February. Was it February 17th? Yeah. February 17th of 2024. So, so far, we got a few people here. These are all patrons, of course, because if you are just calling into the regular voicemail line, I haven't yet got to your call. But don't worry. As long as you call and you guess... Even if Mead, uh, Mead's dad dies before I get to your voicemail, if you're still closest to that death, you know, I'll, I'll count it. I'll give you a prize. All right. A twing toilet, bag of cum, Stacy, sad alcoholic, and rabbit's moo. If you want to participate in this very fun, 
Mead's dad, Deathpool, uh, call into the voicemail line. Hey, Blue, what's happening? This is a sideshow member of Patreon Freak, Lube Job, calling up here. Uh, Hey, a couple quick things. One, um, thank you so much for that custom show. Uh, My lady freak spouse really enjoyed it, uh, and thanks. Oh, shit, I haven't checked the website to see if anyone's uh, requested one of those. They they, kind of died down after a while, so I haven't been checking as often. And I don't think I really mentioned it on the show, but um, yes, if you would like your very own personalized episode of Distorted View Daily, I mean, it's a short one. You know, I say it's going to be like five minutes or so, but I try to make it very personalized, yet I still kind of make it Distorted Viewy in that, you know, I look for something like audio wise, review it or make fun of it or whatever, share that audio with you and just you. It really is like an episode, uh, like a personalized episode of DV. I thought it was uh, a cooler ID, uh, idea than just uh, the normal like cameo greeting. Although some people emailed me and said, uh, that's all I want. You, you don't have to do a whole show. Just I just want a greeting from you, which is really less work for me. Uh, hey, a couple quick things. One, um, thank you so much for that custom show. Uh, my lady freak spouse really enjoyed it. Uh, and thanks for putting in all those good words for me in there. Uh, and the rest of y'all freaks, if you haven't taken advantage of that, definitely worth the money, 100%. Okay, second thing. Uh, I think it was on last Friday's show, Thursday or Friday, you opened up with a song. It was like a comedy song. It was like, if I had a Cuisinart, if I had some cocaine. Who was that? I really liked that song, and I wanted to look it up. Um, And third thing, uh, I shared the um, My Dick playlist uh, that you talked about on the podcast the other day uh, with my lady freak. And uh, in response, she shared with me a link to a YouTube channel called The Fart Guys, which is in the same vein. So if you hadn't seen that... Okay, The Fart Guys. It's I'm guessing it's the same thing as The Dick, but with farts. All right, yeah, I'll look into that. As for your question about the song, it's called The Conspicuous... I'm sorry, The Conspicuous Consumption Song. Um, and it was recorded by... Red Meats and Sprouts. <laughs> I'll provide a link on the show notes today. I'd wear today. it to the discos. I'd wear it to the parties all over this town. So she starts with that and then talks about a Cuisinart, if she had a Cuisinart, and then uh, if she had cocaine. Naturally, that's where the song really starts to pick up. I had some cocaine. I'd snort it in the morning. I'd snort it in the evening, I'd snort it at night, I'd snort it with strangers, or even with love. Again, I'll try to remember to post this on the uh, show notes today, so you'll have a link to that. All right, that is all the time we have on this edition of the program. I want you guys to email me, show at distortedview.com. Distortedview.com is our official website. Voicemail line for you, 206-666-4463. That's 206-66. Oh, God, is it? Oh, God. Make sure you peel back the membrane on the testicle. Spread the distortion. STD, tell all your friends about the show. Don't forget to give us a five-star rating, a thumbs up, or like wherever you can rate and review podcasts. Guys, thank you so much for a great week of programs. I'll be back on Monday to do it all over again. Until then, bye, everybody. It's Friday, baby.
Yeah, it's the weekend, baby. Fuck. Yeah, Friday, baby. Fuck. Fuck. The weekend, baby. Fuck. This has been another excellent podcast from the Scrub Media Group. Learn more at scrub.net.